Was Natasha's psychic helpful in her relationship? We found out about that today. Yeah, boy, that took a turn. It did, but hey, she's happy with her decision. Eh, seems like he was too. What if you get uh, caught in a car accident following bad road construction signs? Can happen to any of us, and we want to talk to somebody who. Mm -hmm. Either someone that was in a police lineup or has uh, quit a job publicly. We hit a thousand in the trash flash. Dang, we got a lot. It didn't feel like a lot of work, but it sounds like it now, doesn't it? Never does. Well, we'll get into it right now in the podcast. Kelly and Wood. I got turned around in a construction zone. That's what we have up today in Better Call Brian as we are joined by Mike Bryan from the law offices of Bradshaw and Bryan. So this is kind of interesting. Uh, of course, throughout the Midwest, construction all over the place in the summer months and on into, well, some winter months. But this person says, I was driving through a construction zone, and I apparently went the wrong way. My car got stuck and damaged the underneath parts. I was wondering if I had a possible case, since the cones were all over the place. No one really knew what they were doing, where they were going. I followed the road layout, and my car got damaged because of it. Would I have any sort of case? Well, it depends on the amount of damage that was done. I mean, if you have property, if you have, um, um, if you have collision on your car, you could just get it done, pay the deductible, and then if your insurance company thinks there's anything can be done, they'll go and get their money back and get your deductible back. So if you have collision, that's probably the easiest thing to do. Second, if if uh, depending on the amount of damage, you could do something in conciliation court. We could sue them in conciliation court. My Question would be whether or not there's video or pictures of the setup, because that would help. If you're going to bring such a claim, you'd want to make sure you'd be able to show. I mean, I've seen them every once in a while. A couple of times I remember getting going, following what I thought was directions, and then getting yelled at by the construction people because I was someplace I shouldn't be. It's like, well, but look at your signage. Right. You know, so sometimes they don't. I, especially when they're in the middle of transition or just starting up, they create these bizarre setups that really aren't. It, way it's intended yet, and so they need to have a couple people basically test it out for them. <laughs> so that, it would depend on those type of issues, but you'd want to make sure you got photos of it, and then if you got collision, turn it into your insurance company, and they'll go get their money back if it's worthwhile. There's some serious construction going on down by me, and there are mornings where I'm like, wait, where am I supposed to go on this nope. thing? Like, it's There's so many cones everywhere. Sometimes oh, yeah. if it wasn't for someone in front of me, I wouldn't know where the heck to go. Yeah, that's true. And if they're going in the wrong spot, then you're falling yeah, I'm right, right into right it. Yep. <laughs> so if you got into something like this, the first thing I should do when I get out of the car is turn my phone on and start recording everything, right? If, it, if there's some kind of issue like that, then you'd want photographs. It's, you know, if, if, if someone falls or people get injured, it is helpful to get photographs just to see what the circumstances were if there's a problem. Now, as a lawyer, let's say I took a picture of something. Like I say, hey, I, this is what happened. I took a picture of it, and it absolutely shows that I was in the wrong. Mm-hmm. As a lawyer, do you have to be like, well, look, like I can't lie about that, or am I like well, just delete that? I never saw it. No, I would tell them, look at look, this is the problem, you yeah. know, and you, you, it's only worthwhile to bring cases that are worthwhile. So when you get something that shows that they're in the wrong, yeah, that's what it shows, and you tell them, <laughs> no, looking at this, this is the problem. Yeah. So. And then you make sure they you watch them as they drive out of their parking lot, <laughs> no, no. back into your car. <laughs> well, we got to the bottom of another one, boys. I like that. And we'll do it again next week when we are joined by Mike Bryant from the law offices of Bradshaw and Bryant and Better Call Bryant. Kelly and Wood. We got a warning from the government, Wood. Ah, yes. They are telling drivers to make sure they do not bedazzle their car's logo on their steering wheel. I mm. guess this is something that's been happening lately, and they say well, if you get into an accident, those literally become bullets. Aimed right for your face. I can imagine. Because of the airbag coming out. They've had multiple people who have sustained, not fatal, but serious life-altering injuries from bedazzling their steering wheel. That goes off like the force of like a shotgun shell. Yeah. My, I, I remember in our uh, in our van, we had to get a recall because they said there was like projectiles could come out of the airbag. And they're like, it, it could kill you. Like it could go right through your brain. Yeah. And cur that's curtains for the kid. I had a buddy of mine who put on like, and granted, we were all in high school and everything. Yeah. But he put on like one of those chain steering wheels. Oh yeah. Did you saw like on like Lowriders and Snoop's video? No airbag in that thing. Heck no. Yeah. And sure enough, he got into an accident. The thing busted out like all, like nine of his teeth. 
This is a this is a way way throwback. But Stevie Wonder obviously uh, had one fake eye, right? Mike Not Stevie see. Wonder. I'm sorry, Sammy Davis Jr. I was about to say Stevie. I was, I was in the ballpark. Stevie Wonder can see, him, but go but, on. So Sammy Davis Jr. had one fake eye because of a car accident that he got into, and when they showed the steering wheel from that car, it literally had a metal cone in the center. Oof! Like there was just no thought of safety back in the day. It was just a, let, let it rip. It's wild. Like you, if you ever take a look around your car, especially like if it's a newer car, mm-hmm. there are airbags everywhere. Everywhere. There's some that come down over the windows, yeah. the A-frame. I mean, they are packed in there, which I guess is a good thing. Even my 2009 Tiguan mm-hmm. has has all the airbags you could ever handle. Now, are you going to unbedazzle your <laughs> steering wheel when you get out to your car today? Never. <laughs> it's worth the risk hey. for that VW to have the rhinestones on it. You're just jamming PM Dawn. <laughs> I'll be lucky if I get in an accident. And if any of those airbags work in that thing, that I'm sure they junk. Do. Or if they're even in there, <laughs> it's just gonna go. And there's gonna be nothing there. Just smoke. <laughs> Everyone okay? Uh, all right. Well, what's coming up in the trash flash, man? Well, we've got someone behind the wheel who shouldn't. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Yes. That's where we have 51-year-old Ronald Bacon. Now, despite having a cool name, Ronald Bacon... Kind of sucks. Any relation to Kevin? No, I can't imagine so. And if there are, I guarantee you Kevin's going to be ducking this fellow at the family reunion. That's because Bacon was flying down the road at 11 o'clock. He was speeding on a highway. Now, not only was he speeding, but also his white minivan didn't have a license plate on it. Commit one crime at a time, man. That's what Mike Bryan tells us that all the time. Yep. Well, sure enough, authorities said, hey, that minivan needs to slow it on down and hit the light. Well, when Bacon pulled over, authorities walked up to the window and he said, let's get this over with. As you can imagine, that doesn't get us started off on the best foot. That's because authorities smelled alcohol coming from the vehicle. They said, uh, why don't you uh, just hop right out here and let's see your license. When he handed over his license, sure enough, it was suspended. Jeez. And he was on probation. Wanted on probation, I should say, for driving without a license. Oh, man, this dude has just got a rap sheet going here. Officers said, hey, well, why don't we go ahead and do a quick little roadside test? That's when Bacon said, nah, you're not fooling me. I refuse. Okay, well, you take a breathalyzer. Bacon once again said, ah, hell no. You're not trapping me with your black magic. <laughs> no, I thank know you. my rights. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, they said, okay, well, here's the thing. We just ran your stuff, and sure enough, you know what's coming. That's because he was arrested for a DUI. Now, Kelly Jordan. Yes. Would you be shocked to know that Mr. Bacon here was not arrested for the first time on a DUI this night? No, it would not shock me at all, sir. In fact, not only was it not his first. Here we go. Not his second, nor his third, fourth, fifth, or sixth DUI. No. What the hell? This was magic number seven. How does he keep, how does he still have a license? That's because he doesn't. He's been driving around on a. Oh, on a suspended. Okay. He's just motoring around town. He probably doesn't have a license to get a tag on his van. That's right. His DUIs go all the way back to 1991. That guy's got a problem. Yeah. Well, sure enough, he was arrested and taken to jail where he will once again face charges in court. Shouldn't that be a felony at some point? You would think. My goodness gracious. How about that poor public defender? He's like, he, yeah. what? <laughs> supposed to do with this <laughs> all right well let's give this one a score shall we come on you're speeding down the road first of all mm-hmm. oh, do we know how fast of a speed limit he was going it doesn't say it just said he was speeding without a tag okay speeding without a tag trashy trashy 175 points on that one right mm-hmm. there uh speeding without a tag while having 
a suspended license. No, not even a suspended license, just a revoked license, right? You're on probation for driving with a suspended license. Good grief. So, boy, this one's hard to score. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give that part 175. I'm just going to do 175 twice in a row. I'm not even sure what I'm scoring at this point anymore. Um, he was drinking and driving. That's trashy. Oh, yeah. That's going to get you 200 points in the trash flash. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, what else? I mean, obviously, we got to get to the seven DWIs. Let's just hit it. Would, would 400 points be too much to give for one offense in the trash flash? Seems like a lot, but when you think about it, we're, we're talking four. We're, ta- are, we're talking there, seven DWIs. That's, that's 57 points per. That's, that's low, then. Uh, so we'll do 400 points for, right. for having seven DWIs mm-hmm. and then still driving. He was arrested. That's yep. 75. What else do we got here, Wood? All right. This may be a hot take, but I'm willing to say. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Drinking and driving a minivan seems extra trashy. <laughs> it's literally a vehicle designed with a family in mind, and you're out there ripping them. That's a hot take, but I'll follow you down this road. Yes. I'll give him, I'll, I'll just give him 150 points. That way we don't offend anybody for that That's one true. right there. Mm-hmm. So he gets 150 points for doing this all in a minivan. Yeah. Um, is this it? Is that the whole score? Those are the points. Would you know what's about to happen? Oh, wow. Well, we don't drop a 400 pointer on somebody and not crack a thousand. And when we crack a thousand in the trash flash, it doesn't happen often, but it's a celebration. Come on. So cue the intern house band. I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cat Nigel. I got it. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cat I wasn't expecting for this to happen on a Monday, man. Eric backs us up, by the way. He says absolutely points for the minivan. All right. All right. All right. Well, are you ready? Come on. Today, our gentleman was seven DWIs drunk behind the wheel of a minivan. Earns himself a whopping 1,350 points. Trashy. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news with Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. I'm going to tell you about a young man named Dallas Salas. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Uh, he's 18 years old. And let me tell you his backstory before I tell you what he's accomplished, all yeah. right? Now, he's only 18. Keep that in mind, okay? But when Dallas was younger, he was homeless because his family lost their home to a fire. Not only was it a fire, it was arson. It was intentionally set. Mm. And they lost their home. The insurance didn't come through. They had no way to rebuild. and that, So they were essentially homeless. Now, luckily, his mom had a job. They were able to sometimes stay in a hotel at night to you know at least get a shower once in a while to clean up and to have some... Just shelter for a moment. That right there is already going to set you on a wild trajectory as a child. Well, Heartbreaking. Now, add into that, when young Dallas was little, he also had leukemia. So here you got a kid who lost his home, has leukemia, and you would think, well, that's reason enough for anybody to give up. But that wouldn't be happy hour, would it? No. Young Dallas Salas, father also in prison. So he's autistic. He's on the autism spectrum. This kid has a lot of things pushing against him. Definitely a stacked deck. But his mom knew he was different when for his seventh birthday, he asked for a filing cabinet. She said, what kid wants a filing cabinet at the age of seven? Yeah. And she said, all throughout his school career, I tried to get him to slow down a little bit so that he would enjoy his childhood a little bit. You know, because he's constantly working. She took him out of his school because she knew that he wasn't being challenged enough. He was going to Arizona State Preparatory Academy and he wasn't, he just wasn't being challenged. So he went into an online school where he felt challenged and he decided while he was in his going to get his high school diploma, he started taking courses at Maricopa Community College. Getting on that. So here you go. Let's recap. Mm-hmm. Loses his house, is homeless. Gets leukemia. Actually, he just learned that he's in full remission now from leukemia. Awesome. I could end there. That'd be happy hour. Mm-hmm. But Dallas Salas is showing the world what you can do when the cards are stacked against you because he is now getting his bachelor's degree in neuroscience. At 18? At 18 years old. This dude is going to have his degree, his bachelor's degree in neuroscience. Man, it's a rough day for excuses, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I read that story and I think, man, I sit here and think, like, oh, woe is me. You know, I don't have enough money to take my family out to dinner this weekend. Mm-hmm. Dallas Salas would slap me across the mouth if he heard me say something like that. And then fix it. Right. 
Fix it. Maybe he could fix my brain. Yeah, and they said, oh, hey, nah. Boy, if he wants a case study, I got some digging he could do here. I need like six more doctors before I <laughs> wade into that pool. Lord knows what he would find in that hot mess I call a mind. But either way, that's just an amazing story right there. Heck man. yeah, it is. This kid just, and his mom has always said, she's always told him to slow down. Slow down and enjoy life a little bit, but he's only happy when he's moving at 100 miles an hour. It's pretty interesting. That's very interesting. And an, just overcoming it all. I like. I don't even. Him. Can I, if I can be honest, I don't even know what you do with a bachelor's degree in neuroscience. Not even a hundred percent sure on that. I don't even know if we could spell it. I don't. I don't know either. But hats off to young Dallas Salas, man. At eighteen years old, he's just he's got the world by the tail, man. Love that. And that's why we do these kind of stories, Wood. Come on. We got to shine a light in the darkness, man. Otherwise, we're going to think there's no good out there in the world. Well, it's not true. Don't believe the hype. You can believe us, though, because we do it every single day. It's called Happy Hour, and it's thanks to Audio Video Extremes. Kevin Wood. I want to talk to somebody who's been in a police lineup. That's actually a great one, because I would love to be in one. Would you really? One day. Oh, yeah. But don't you think it'd be easy like if you just went down to the police? Do they still do police lineups? I don't know. (laughs) Like, is that still a thing or is that just in movies? That's part of the question we're throwing out there. I want to notice someone who quit their job publicly. Right. Went down in a ball of flames. I've had it. I'm done with this place. Adios. I'm not coming back. I'm trying to think if I ever have. I'm not a bridge burner, though. Like, I, especially since getting into radio, it, radio is such a small world mm-hmm. that you don't, you know, you got to leave on the with the best of intentions. I was going to quit a job. Like, this, I was working at a car dealership and it got bought out like overnight. Yeah. And they were just calling people in and firing people left and right. Massacre. And I knew it was coming for the kid. Yeah. And I called my dad's like, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to say, you can't fire me. I quit. Right. To which my dad then explained to me about unemployment and (laughs) benefits and all sorts of things. And he's like, I get it that you think this is going to be a great moment in your life, but don't do it. Let them fire you and then, you know, find another job. I'll tell you, I've been fired publicly, I guess you could say that, in front of a bunch of people. What you do? Well, when they when they flip formats on the hip hop station mm-hmm. that I was on, and like thirty of us got fired all out. They, they called us all into. It was the closest thing to a f- firing range I can imagine. <laughs> there was just there was thirty of us in a room, and they just said, "If you need, here, this is what they said." It was so. Oh man, it makes me sick to my stomach even thinking about. It. They were like, "If you have any medical things that you need to do, get to the doctor soon because in a week you're not going to have health insurance anymore." That doesn't seem legal. I know. And I was like, I had a new baby. Like, my daughter was, I don't know, three months old maybe at the time. You walk home and just grow up. <laughs> <laughs> there is, There was no bigger loser feeling in the world. And we had just gotten married, just bought a house, just had a kid. That That's not the loser feeling. And I walk in with no job. Mm. What do you mean that's not the loser feeling? Well, you're saying I just got married, I had a new kid. No, 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 There's no, no. no bigger loser feeling. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, being unemployed and you walk into a house where everyone's depending on you for a paycheck, and now you have none. Just a reminder, kid, commas are important. That's right. Make sure you're putting them in there when you're <laughs> doing your right. homework. All right, so we got someone calling in now who's been in a police lineup. Mm-hmm. And if you got if you got any of these stories, police lineup or quitting a job publicly, 320-656-9453 is the phone number. What's up? You're in a police lineup? Yes, but I am not the bad guy. I ah, was that's dating what they a all cop. They're all friends I know, I know. until they pointed at you. I, I was. My ex is a cop, and I. This was, a, you know, we were dating, and I was hanging out at the station. We we're going to go to lunch, and he's like, "Oh crap, we're short. We need one more person." And you want to do it? I said, "Yeah, hell yeah, I want to stand in the lineup." So there I was, trying not to look guilty. Um, you know, when they- I, I was. I was there when they do <laughs> when they do a lineup like the actual criminal is in there right or who they wow. assume yeah real nice yeah but it wasn't like oh babe we got this serial killer in a lineup <laughs> it was a shoplifter so you know, uh-huh. I'd have gone either way it was fun did, <laughs> go ahead did you know who they were looking for in the lineup or was it just like hey just grab no. this number and walk in grab this number and walk in did you only yeah, do it once it wasn't I. Well, yeah. I mean, I can't. You can't like be a repeat offender. I guess. <laughs> Hanging out there. Well, I would assume that the yeah. I would assume that the witness would change over time, and you you could go back in theoretically. <laughs> I, possibly. I don't know. I was just. Yeah, I was there to go to lunch, and <laughs> that's honestly. I'm right jealous. Place, right I would time. love to be in one. That would be fun. Yeah, I know. Yeah. How cool, right? I'm like, I'm like this is gonna. I can get a drink out of this. This is free drink. <laughs> this story. 
Thank you so much for the phone call on that one this morning. All right, Ben. We got a couple people sitting on hold saying that they quit jobs publicly. Are they know people that quit jobs pretty publicly? And I got a couple good testers here. I can't mention names. They're saying do not mention my names, and one of them has to do with the police lineup. Oh, sweet. All right, we'll get into those next. All right, we're doing. I want to talk to somebody who, if you've ever been a police lineup or you've ever quit a job publicly, 320-656-9453. Have you ever been in a police lineup or have you ever quit a job publicly? That is who we want to talk to today. And we want to talk to somebody who. That's right. And I'm keeping all names out of this, right? Yeah, everybody's asking, keep my name out of it. So we'll start off with this one. I did walk off of a job publicly. I had concerns. I took it all the way up to the owner of the company. HR did an investigation. I was expecting to start talking with some higher ups about everything. Turns out. They thought the issue was me. Oh, dang. I did not get written up, but I gave my two weeks notice. An hour later, I flipped everyone the bird and walked out. See ya. Wow, that's actually kind of quitting yeah. in the middle of it all. The weird thing is that probably feels good for a few minutes. You know, you're like, yeah, I showed them. And then literally like work just goes on without you. You're like, well, it was a small hiccup. Man, that guy's having a day, isn't he? Everybody thinks the business is just going to crash when they're not there anymore. Uh, I walked into my office on a Tuesday, gave my keys to my boss, and told him, good luck, I quit. In front of all my coworkers, no two weeks notice. Blam. I just quit. Uh, another one, again, leaving names out of it, says, look, I admit it, I was an absolute idiot when I was younger, and I broke the law. Got caught, had to go into a police lineup. Yes, I was the bad guy. Oh, dang. Good news is I was able to turn my life around right at that moment because I realized I don't want to be doing this stuff anymore. By the way, they absolutely picked me out of the lineup, (laughs) but I have served my penance and I am good to go. Have not been in trouble ever since. All right. That's a success story right there. I like that. Other people says, look, I wasn't in a police lineup, but I was questioned about being shot. Jeez. That's a story I'd love to hear. Yeah, we need more details, please. Man. All right, we got a couple people sitting on hold that's, that had coworkers quit publicly. Okay. What happened? Uh, one of the ladies that I used to work with, that uh, she's been there for like 15 years. She just got tired of her. They were giving her bad jobs and stuff to do. Okay, that's a common reason mm-hmm. to quit. She got. She was walking up to the time clock, and she went into the supervisor's office, and uh, she played... Uh, uh, got on there and put on the intercom. Another one bites the dust. She played it off her phone. Everybody just started rolling. Dang. She had musical accompaniment to her. Oh, man. <laughs> to her walkout. And and did everybody know that this was going to happen? Because everybody knew she was going to quit and all that stuff that they were doing to her. Yeah, well, that's definitely one way to do it. I am. That's a public way. It sounds like a lot of effort, though. Thank you very much, Freddie Mercury, for the <laughs> backup. What about you? What happened with you? My husband worked in the cornfields in high school, and him and his brother were pretty frustrated with the management at the time, and they had a code with their friends, and if they didn't want to be somewhere, they would repeat their location twice over the phone, and their friends would just come and kidnap them. Like, kidnap them for real, or like, quote-unquote, kidnap them? What happened? One day in the cornfield, they were super frustrated, so his brother called a friend and repeated the code. Right. And then a couple hours later, while they were all taking a break and eating lunch underneath a tent, a couple of smoke bombs went off at the edge of the cornfield, and everyone got distracted looking at what just happened, and then a guy stepped out with a ghoul mask on at the edge of the cornfield, and everyone was kind of looking that direction, and then a bunch of their friends dressed in combat gear basically ran through the tent, picked up him and his brother, and ran into the cornfield with them, and that's how they quit. Good Lord, that's elaborate. <laughs> Isn't it easier just to quit? <laughs> or, or just keep wor- the, working the job sounds easier than this plan that's of quitting. Fair points. I mean, we appreciate the call. Thank you very much. But that is one of the wildest ones I've heard. Holy cow. I don't think I've ever quit a job publicly like that, though. Well, you quit Olive Garden. That wasn't very public, though. I just I had tables like that were waiting for me to come back. I just folded up my apron, left it next to the soda fountain thing, and just walked smooth out. Because everybody else is waiting for their breadsticks? <laughs> yeah. Kelly. In Minute to Win It, Wood throws out a topic, and we got to come up with things in that topic within 60 seconds. The last one to get theirs out before the buzzer goes off wins. We're now joined by Brian Riley for this game right here. Hello. All right, Wood, what do you got for us today? A Minute to Win It. Things that have wheels. Oh, boy. Right off the top of my head, I got 60 of them. 60? Wow. 60. Are we ready for this? One a second. Coming from Kelly here. Okay. (laughs) You know I always burn out after like three. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's see. If everybody's ready, we can just jump right in a minute to win it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Minute to win it. 
things that have wheels begins now. I mean, automobiles, right? Right. Okay. Well, geez, that just takes okay, away cars, like cars, yeah. trucks, RV. All right. Uh, How about a unicycle? Bikes I had on my list. Was that right. wheel? Is that one wheel? Does that count? Is that yeah. wheels? Okay. Coral. Pizza cutter on my list. How about justice? The wheels of justice. Does that count? It does. The the wheels in my brain. Does that count? Okay. Oh, a wagon. There you go. Computer mouse. Oh wow! Thank you. Nice. Is that a is that a wheel? Not anymore. Yeah. Everyone calls it's a, it a wheel. It's a ball. But uh, how, how about trains? How about a stroller? How about a boat trailer? Roller skates. Did I say skateboard already? Skateboard. All right, scooters. How about rollerblades? Okay. Tra- I think I have one. Brian, are you? Is your mic on? Yeah, I think I have. No, I'm just trying. To, I'm trying to wheelbarrow. Oh, that's a good one. Four wheeler. Let wood burn out. Hot wheel cars. Dang it, that one was mine. Ah, that was a good one. Batmobile. Planes. Chairs. Oh, I got it. Oh, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. What did you even say? RC car. I think Remote what? control car. I didn't I didn't hear Brian Riley. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah, well, my mic's not turned up. Hello? It's, dude, it's all the way up. Yeah, you're, lucky not loud I, you're lucky I gave loud you this out. much It's not volume. loud enough. I had chairs. That was a banger. Oh, that August office mm-hmm. chair? Yeah, that is a good one. I was trying to think of what... Is it just called a rack? You know when people have the recycling and the garbage underneath a, a cabinet and they just pull it out? It's got the wheels. What's that thing? Is that a call a cart or something? Hell, it's, I don't know. It's in. It would probably had it in his rich person home. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't know. Under, you it. open up a cabinet and that's where your garbage and recycling is, and you can pull oh, it out. Yeah. And you, oh yeah. Oh, it has like those slides. Yeah, but what would that be called? A drawer. Mm-hmm. Nah. Oh, a drawer would have been a good one. Yeah. Yeah. See. Dang it. But I don't know if those are wheels. I think those are more ball bearings. You, no, you said pizza no, cutter, yeah. and that's definitely not a wheel. You said computer mouse. That's not a wheel. Yeah, that's You're, not a wheel either. What, what do you call this thing? That's Dude, right there in the middle. That's it's not, not a, a laser. <laughs> no, no, this part. Oh, the top that piece? part. Yeah. Oh, that's the a wheel. scrolling part. Okay, you're right. My bad. Yeah. No, my bad. I'm but sorry. a pizza cutter? I didn't mean to blow up at you, you like that. What do you call that part that's uh, that did you cut the pizza with? A, a blade. blade? Yeah. Two two over one. You're out. No, you're out of your mind. Well, guess what? I still won anyway. He still won. Yeah. No, that's erroneous. Let's go back. Bring back the clip. <laughs> bring back the clip. We have to shut the mics off before we can grab Dang the it. clips. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. Well, what is the new thing that you can get your telescope out and check out? It's a tool bag from the International Space Station. Now, they say if you have a telescope, this will be slightly bigger than if you were looking for Uranus in the sky. All right. <laughs> no, they really did say that. <laughs> not this kind of show. No, they did say that. They said it's about the size of Uranus. We'll say Uranus just because we're not trying to be... Come on. We're not trying to be sophomoric. Mm. Not right now, anyway. Mm. But anyway, they say that if you get it out, it's about 258 miles above the Earth. It was let go. Someone accidentally let it go when they were doing a spacewalk, and now it's visible from Earth because it's slowly getting closer and closer to Earth. So if you get out your telescope, you can take a look and see a tool bag flying by from the International Space Station at about 258 feet above the Earth. Now, will that is I mean, not 258 feet. 258 miles is what I I meant to say. I was just going to cruise on by. (laughs) At some point in time, that will get close enough that it will start falling in the sky. Will it just get burned up in the atmosphere? It'll burn up in our atmosphere, yeah. But check this out. Did you guys know that there's 170 million pieces of space junk out there, which makes low Earth orbit super dangerous? I've heard that. Like, NASA knows where every single piece is, too. Old satellites and things like that. Yeah, and just like a wrench, or there's a spatula floating out there that they were using to fix the space shuttle one time. What the hell went wrong in that mission? So they just throw stuff out of the space? Like, when they're done, they're like, ah, can't put it away. But but there is satellites up there. There's old junk from old space missions up there and stuff. Like, And then something will just fly out of their hand once in a while, and now it's in orbit. I have you guys ever seen the Starlink? I think I brought it up before, but have you ever seen Starlink? You can see it sometimes. You can definitely see it in like Las Vegas at night sometimes. It's just like a line of lights. It is the most terrifying thing. If you didn't know what it was and you saw it, you oh, thought yeah. you were getting invaded by space. Yeah, tons of people think that it's a UFO every it's time terrifying. it goes by. But I just I, I can't believe that because they say that some of these things are traveling at over ten thousand miles an hour. So even the smallest thing hitting a, you know the space station at ten thousand miles an hour. Would be dead, would cost a spatula coming in hot at 10,000 10, miles an hour. I think I could withstand a spatula hit at 10,000 miles an hour. You couldn't, you couldn't. What kind of spatula? A, a nice one. I mean, it's on the it's NASA bought it, it's got to be nice. Oh, so that was like 3D printed plastic right. junk. Probably no. cost 80 grand. Yeah, that thing bounces off me. But 
Nothing would bounce. Dude, at 10,000 miles an hour, a piece of dust would kill you at 10,000 miles an hour. Okay. Do you realize how ridiculous you sound? It would penetrate your spacesuit and you'd be dead. Not me. I'd bounce off. I'd flex. <laughs> Dude, you're coming. Hold your breath till they got you back in. Bang! This is also coming from the guy that can't put eye drops in his own face. But right. Wow. Again, that's just my own body's reactions kicking in. But you're gonna be held liable for this. You're gonna survive space junk coming yeah. at you hot at ten thousand miles an hour. No, an asteroid. Asteroid probably gets me. But like a spatula. Nah. Nah. Anything bigger than a even a pebble. Like how fast does a bullet travel? Is it faster than ten thousand miles an hour? A pebble in space. No, a bullet. How fast does a bullet travel? Uh, <laughs> because you got to think that that, like a pebble, would be coming at you at the speed of a bullet. 2,700 feet per second. Ah, dang it. Now, how many miles? So that'd be a mile every four seconds? Uh, why, do you, why, why, why are we doing this? I don't know. How, many, how fast are bullets in MPH? 1,800 miles per hour. Okay, so this is faster than that. Big deal. It's a spatula. <laughs> it's not a projectile. It's a, it's, a, it's a spatula. You didn't know Wood could catch it with his teeth? I bet you if I threw a spatula at you from here, I would cause some permanent damage. <laughs> you're out of your mind. I would crack a rib or something. With my reactions, you're crazy. <laughs> there was space dust in my right eye. I couldn't see it. I would catch it and throw it back before you could even blink. <laughs> Boom. Well, maybe you didn't find this one interesting, but if you have a telescope, maybe you did because you can see an actual tool bag. From the International There's Space Station. Tool bag floating around this studio. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. <laughs> Amber texted in a picture. She said this was Starlink last night. She says it, it was in her backyard. That you was low-hanging fruit, by the way, Wood. Look at that. That was low-hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, there's some low-hanging fruit in here. <laughs> Not that kind uh, of show. All right. Either way, maybe you didn't find this one interesting. Maybe you did. It wasn't that great. I'll be honest. But kind of neat. Kind of neat nonetheless. And I'll have another one for you tomorrow. That one might suck too, but I don't care because I only find them interesting and sometimes. <laughs> Baby, it's just me. Kelly and Wood. When we talked to Natasha on Friday, she was going to go see a psychic to get some insight on her current relationship and see if it's a good one or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, we now have her back on the phone to find out what kind of information she got from said psychic. Uh, Natasha, how are you? Hi, I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Interested so, here. Yeah. yeah. So what what happened over the weekend? So, um, like I said, the relationship was kind of going stale, and I wanted to see if I should move forward. So I spoke to the psychic, and she was like, girl, run. So, wow. Oh, wow. You know, I kind of believe her because, like I said, it just wasn't feeling right. So I had to break it off with him. So, oh, no rain. Wait, wait. The, the, so the breakup already happened? Yes, it already happened. Jeez, that justice was swift. Did you? Yeah. Did, mean, did you tell him why? I did not. I just kind of said, you know, things aren't really moving the way I expected it to, and I think we should kind of just part ways. So I didn't tell him that the psychic told me to run for the hills. Yeah. How did he take it? Uh, he didn't seem too put off at it, but. He was just kind of like, okay, if that's what you want, then. Man. I mean, if, if it was that easy for him to move on, maybe the psychic was right. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. If if that was his response, she might have been. Was it a woman or a male psychic? It was a woman. Okay. She might have been right mm-hmm. then because that sure seems like a clean exit. Yeah. He just was like, okay. But so. I think you did him a favor by not telling him I'm dumping you because, you know. Well, the realm of Tatooine <laughs> says this is a no-go. Well, wait, did, right. did the psychic give you reasons, or the psychic just said, girl, run? That's pretty much what she said, girl, run. She put the cards out, the cards weren't looking too good, and yeah. <laughs> Man, and you made a major life decision on that. But it kind it almost sounds like, with the way it's going now, that you just kind of wanted some reassurance. Like, maybe... You know, women have, I think women all have a tiny bit of psychic ability in them because mm-hmm. they be knowing stuff. So maybe you kind of knew already and you just kind of wanted that affirmation like, yeah, it's time to go. Yeah, I think so, because it was just like, eh, it is what it is. Man, I, I just, so are you going to continue to see this psychic? I think I will. I mean, I'll see what else she has in store for me. Well, hey, you got rid of my last boyfriend. You got to find me some new love here, huh? <laughs> Put her on the clock. <laughs> yeah, why not? Wow, that's in- I didn't I didn't expect this at all. Like I, I-, I me, me either. I, I thought honestly, I thought the psychic would be very middle of the roadist, right? You know, versus- just get some big blanket statements. Yeah, but hey, you know, but honestly, you sound happy. 
You know, and I put a yeah, lot of stock you know, into that. Like, you sound bad. like you're okay with this, and obviously he seemed like he was all right with it, so yeah. maybe it was the right move in the long run. Yeah, I so, feel you. I feel the same. So what's next? Single for a while or back on the dating scene? What's up? Uh, I think I'll probably stay single for a while and just kind of, you know, like I said, see my psychic. She might have some other, maybe go on vacation, enjoy myself. So, yeah. You'll never regret that, that's for sure. Well, the next time you talk to that psychic, ask if Kelly and I are ever going to win that damn award we keep losing. (laughs) (laughs) I'll make sure to make a note of that. (laughs) Her sources say no. (laughs) No. Uh, She knows her stuff. (laughs) Well, Natasha, thank you so much for letting us be a part of this this weekend. Congratulations on your newfound single womanhood. And have have yourself a great rest of your week. Thank you. You do the same. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our very first break of the day. We tack on the end of the podcast. Uh, we talked about Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks being a little bit on the older side of things now. And your fun time having. I did have a good time. Also, we talked about my suitcases, and then it broke into an argument between Kelly and I between gas. Oh, that's right. When do you fuel up? All right. I, but everyone was on my side. That's a thing. I'm not everybody. You'll hear about yeah, you. <laughs> You'll hear about it now. The first break of the day, it's our bonus track. Kelly and Wood. I'm not playing that Cleveland Browns song. Damn right you that are. That is the worst, stupidest song I've ever heard in my entire life. I'm just gonna say, are yeah. you are you willing to start off a very short week for us? But for you, I'm gonna be here all week. <laughs> spitting in the face of Craig. Uh, who's uh, who? Craig texted in. He said he wanted to hear the Cleveland Brown song. Okay, Craig, it's on YouTube under... I, you <laughs> son of a bee. Under Cleveland Brown song. That song sucks, Wood. Craig wanted to celebrate with me. All right, give him a call, man. A big holiday for us. Because here we go again. You know, I can't play it. It's copywritten music, so we can't put it on the podcast. Oh, the hell with that. Nobody wants to hear that song. The guy who sang that song is dead. They won't come after us. He had it coming. No, wow. (laughs) Wow. For putting that piece of trash out. Jeez. I think he died of cancer, man. Damn. Yeah. That's uh, that's not cool. No. That's not cool. Wow. My my father passed away of cancer. So yeah. Solidarity. Wow. I, actually, I don't know if he died of cancer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, See, no one even knows what the hell. Now I have to play it because no one knows what the hell we're talking about. He actually is a, uh, he, he was a radio guy. Okay. What's, what's his Michael name? Michael Stanley. It was what? his name. Michael Stanley. Yes. This is the song that we're talking about, and I don't have. I, I got to get YouTube Premium. If you went on, if you went on YouTube, you got to jump like fifteen minutes in because it has like a uh, a big old meat commercial. Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. There's no swear words in this, is there? <laughs> Heck no. This is the corniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I was right. He died of lung cancer. How okay. dare you, Kelly Jordan? So did my dad, so I, I get it. in the face of the man. So I get it. But it was a great weekend at the Woodhouse, man. I'm sure it was with oh the Browns. Oh, I was actually at Buffalo Wild Wings yesterday with my son watching a little Vikings game. Oh. And they had the Browns game on, and I was like, oh, man, Wood's going to be upset because they were down pretty pretty significantly when I saw Instantly. it. Instantly. Uh, the first pass of the game was returned for a touchdown. <laughs> That's always, that'll take some wind out of your sails. And my, my son watched it with me, and he just turned to me and goes, That's not good. I'm like, I'm aware. <laughs> Look, son, if you're going to be a Cleveland Browns fan, you got to get ready to roll some punches here, man. It's going to get dark before it gets bright. <laughs> All right, Wood. Well, should we get this show started today? I, now oh, that we've heard the Cleveland Browns. Oh, we're done. Talking about us? Oh, I, I, had, sir, I had a lot of thoughts. Why don't you bore us with more Cleveland Brown stuff? Dan texted, I'm with Kelly, don't play it. Dan, yeah. you made the list. You made the list. But that's fine. You what, know what? what what else would you like to bore us with with the Cleveland Browns? Watch your mouth. I'm actually super excited for this Sunday's game. I'm going to be in Nashville. We're going to go down there and look at houses. But I told my wife, I said, look, Sunday, you can go look by yourself. I am going to go to a Browns backers uh, bar yeah. with my dad, my son, and my brother. Oh, that's cool. And I honestly, God, like I am, I'm looking forward to that as much as I am as like I don't know finding us a, a place to live here yeah. the next month than not being homeless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to, to take care of the family and everything. Like, yeah. I will squeeze that in. But I am so looking forward to that. Yeah, it sounds cool, man. And getting my son because when the Browns did win yesterday, yeah, on a last second field goal. I don't know if you know this. Yesterday was NFL record. 
five games ended on a last-second field goal with time expiring. Really? That is the most games in one single day ever ending on a last-second field goal. Dang. Just a reminder, mamas, raise your kids to be kickers, all right? Because there's money to be made out there if they can make a field goal. I picked up my son in a Luger rack, told him, we are victorious, and smashed him into the couch. All right. He loved every minute. He's like, Dad, I don't want to win anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> you should see what he do when we lose. He goes into the wall, not the couch. <laughs> Got to breathe that toughness into him. Yes, you do, Wood. All Absolutely. Right, Why, all right, fine, what? I, I, I digress. Okay. You don't care about this? I, no, it's fine. not that I... It's just... It's, 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 I, I, well, okay. Brenton, song sucks dog crap. Brent, you made the list. It does. It does. Can we at least admit you can you can be a Browns fan without liking that piece of trash? You know what? When and if I ever go off this planet, yes, that song will be playing my. Favorite. I'd rather listen to the Super Bowl Shuffle. <laughs> that one right there. I'm about to come across this table right here, right here and now. I'll come after you. Come on, man. Let's get moving, shall we? Let's cleanse the palate. Come on. Why? Actually, I use music to bring us together. I actually just made that up, too. To tighten the bonds of mankind. Ten seconds ago, I made that up. And then what do you do? You come through, spit in my face. No. I'll tell you something, though, man. So I went and saw Billy Joel on a Friday night. Stevie Nicks, Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. We went to a very nice dinner. In the dinner before six crowd. Yes. Rolled him. We actually were. Should be like the name of the tour. <laughs> Early bird dinner. I got to give them credit, though, man. They're very old. I think Stevie Nicks is 74, Billy Joel 75. Be my guess so, right around that not that, not that that's super, super old, but to still be out there and you know putting on a two-hour show, which mm-hmm. they both did, it, that's got to be tough when you're in your mid-70s. And Stevie Nicks opened up for Billy Joel? Yes, okay. Stevie Nicks came out first. Voice, phenomenal. Wow. I was just, I, would, I told her, I was like, her voice is still so on point. She never really had that super high voice, so she always kind of had that gravelly, mm-hmm. kind of Miley Cyrus you know, sounding voice. So she came out, did a great job, and then Billy Joel came out and sounded great. It was only when they tried to move that you were like, wow, they're really getting up there in age. I can see that. When Billy Joel, <laughs> Billy Joel used to do this thing where he would twirl the mic stand like a baton, mm-hmm. he did that and kept dropping it. I was like, dude, just let, let some of the old tricks go, man. We get it. We, let we, somebody else do it. We still love you. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, he's like, all right, I'm going to do a song right now with some high notes in it. He's like, I can't hit the high notes like I used to. He's like, I don't want you posting this on social media talking about Billy Joel sucks. Ooh. <laughs> well, Kelly deleted his post. I was like, oopsies. But I was telling my wife, I was like, the show was so good. But it was just like, like when Stevie Nicks was trying to dance around the stage, I was like, oof. Man, she, you can tell like her arthritis was flaring up and everything else. That's honestly something that I find very um, surprising when I see like Rolling Stones. Yeah, And there's Mick Jagger, who, I mean, for all intents and purposes, is like the quintessential lead singer, right? Yes. With like the swagger, the the flair and everything. That dude's still doing it. Yeah. And that dude, I, he honestly, he may be dang near 80. I think, he, I think he's 78, yeah. And he's up there just, and that dude, like, it's not like he just sits down and just rips it, right? He right. is all over the place. I give that dude an immense amount of credit. Right. And that, that is, honest to God. A true, true talent. It sure, it certainly is, man. And it was, it, like I said, it was fun. I, I had such a blast. It, you know, because you're talking about two people on stage with hit after hit after hit. So they're not. It's not all these filler songs that you've never heard before. Dang, it was just a good show, man. How, what was the median age? I would say there was a surprising amount of like early twenty somethings there. Okay. I was, I was shocked. I was like, holy cow! I'm not the youngest person here. Or if maybe that's like a their parents listened to it. It could thing. be, you know. And then Stevie Nicks had that song go viral on TikTok a couple summers mm-hmm. ago, you know. So maybe that kind of gave them a little boost. I, I don't know, but either way, it was. I would say, but I would say the median age is probably 55. Okay, right not bad. Nah, nah, man. We were we were just out there having a great time. But uh, yeah, it was. It was different. It, it was definitely different than like the country shows that we go see all the time. And, yeah. Man, we're back to do it again. Yes, sir. Somehow we are still employed. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to happen or how long it'll be. Is there, some, is there something going on that I don't know about? I don't know. I'm just, I'm in my feels. All right. <laughs> Hooray for that. <laughs> anyway, Wood, what's going on, man? How was your weekend? Lean up on Isle Kelly, please. <laughs> it was good. I mean, obviously, we watched a ton of football. Right. Loved it. Love it, love it, love it. But my my weekends are a little different right now. We're still getting the house all packed up. Right. right? Got right. the big move coming. 
I got to ask you a question. Yes. Now, you are not a huge traveler. But no, I'm not. Your family still does go on vacations. Right. We go to Texas a lot to see my wife's family. Right. So you do at some point in time have to pack up for yeah. a vacation. How many suitcases? Now, there's you, your wife, mi esposa. Si. And your two children. The two bebes. There's four of you in the house. Yes. How many suitcases do you have in your home right now? I don't know how many we have, but I know how many we bring, and it's one suitcase per person. Okay, so theoretically, you have four suitcases. I in know your house. of four that exist currently at this time. Yes. Do you believe there are any extra suitcases in your house? One, maybe that I know of that I usually bring my suit in. Okay, so five. I would say five. Five is a good number. Makes sense. Yeah, and I think that is probably a good number. Yesterday, packing up, getting things out. Doing the la- I mean, we're probably 85% packed here for this move. Yeah. I kept pulling suitcases out. It sent me into a rage. If you had to guess how many suitcases I have in my home. Seven. Please. <laughs> That's th- child's play. I'd be ecstatic if we only had seven. <laughs> we had 11 suitcases. Dang. 11. And I, I as I kept pulling them out... You know, once I got to four, I started looking around a little bit, doing a quick head count. Call Andrea down. Six, seven, nine I've never seen. Number 10 still had tags on it. Good grief. That's exactly what I said. I said to my wife, how many suitcases do we own? I don't know. I just keep putting them under there. How many does one family need? I know you guys take a lot of trips, but how many suitcases do you need? Honestly, I was... And then here's the other thing. Once you get one out, like one was like super heavy. I open it up. It was like Russian dolls. Yeah. They just keep coming. There was like three tinier suitcases inside that said suitcase. Now, A, that's pretty amazing and a fantastic space saver. Shout out to my wife. Yeah. But holy crap. If I think I packed up every one of my worldly possessions, I would still have a suitcase left over <laughs> when it was all said and done. <laughs> I would love to know what a proper ratio is for people in a home to suitcases because I got to think 1.5 yeah. is the max. Because you maybe have one carry-on that you all kind of share if so, if just one of you is going on a small trip. Right. You know, or just you only need one carry-on for per family. You would think. And then one suitcase per person. I That's it. it Shut was, her down after that. After that, you're just being gluttonous. I, I couldn't believe it. And, uh, and instantly, it get turns on me. Yeah. Well, you're the one who has to bring 17 pairs of shoes. That is true. I, I can't help it. I'm stylish. You're, you're a diva. I won't apologize for being on the cutting edge of fashion. I won't lie for bringing some sex appeal to you, you know, you muppets. <laughs> I can't be blamed for this. I bring one pair of shoes when I go out. Maybe two if I have to dress up. We know. <laughs> But to me, I add a little sex appeal to the feet. You do. You got a great collection of shoes. I'll give you that. And so there I was, pointing out the faults of my others. And instantly, four minutes later, everyone's coming after me. So I just started giving away suitcases. Jenny came over, my sister-in-law. Yeah, well, she just got her brand new apartment. I said, hey, that's great. Here you go. Housewarming gift. Boom. Here's a piece of move. luggage. When you have to move out <laughs> next time. Hey, do you have a luggage? No. Boom. Now you do. <laughs> And then I Where's took, mine? Where's mine? I took some heat for this. I also gave my sister-in-law a gas can. I have 37 okay. gas cans in my fr- in my garage. For what? Just to have? You know what, man? I, I'm, I, honestly, a, I'm questioning your manhood right now. Does she have a boat? I, I'm questioning your manhood. Well, what does she need a gas can for? I, I tell When's you the what? last time you used a gas can other than mowing the lawn? Other than mowing the lawn? Yeah. Or your snowblower. When's the last time you used a gas can? Hey, the last time I ran out of gas. Okay, well, that's being just stupid then. Why, why do you hurt? There was a man. Why do fu- you hurt? That's funny you said that. Yesterday, there was a guy. I was driving home, right? Mm-hmm. And he, he had his hazard lights on. And I told my wife, I was like, oh, he's going to get out and push. Let me pull over and help this guy push his car to the side of the road. Good for you. Right. So I did that. And he goes, oh, yeah, man, I just ran out of gas. And I was like, what kind of man runs out of gas? Oh, I don't mean he's trying to push it to the limit. I, I don't let my car go, go below a quarter of a tank. Oh, ever. Seriously? Yeah. It's ba- One, it's bad for your fuel pump to let your car get that low because it starts sucking up all the dirt and grime at the bottom of your gas tank. And mm. a man does. I'm sorry. If a man right now is listening who ran out of gas, 
This is where I got you. Wow. This is where I got you in the man race. I disagree. The fact that you won't, unless it's winter. We all know never get below a quarter of a tank of gas in winter. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter if it's winter, spring, summer, fall. You don't run out of gas. You just don't. You never push it. Never, ever, ever. What a fool. And my, I get my wife's car and I get so angry. I'm like, do you, how are you driving on this much gas? Mm-hmm. If my wife were to run out of gas, I don't even think I'd go get her. I'd be like, you got to learn a lesson. Oh, you were out of your mind. Of course I would go get her. Otherwise, <laughs> I'd, I'd be in a fight for a month over that. But you would go pull up behind her. She would then just take your car and do whatever she wanted. And leave. you would spend the rest of the day <laughs> sucking can, gas. Can I get a ride to the gas station at least? <laughs> Adios. <laughs> I just, I don't think. A man runs out of gas. I'm sorry. Wow. That that was taught to me by my father. He didn't leave me a lot, but he did tell me you never run out of gas. You are crazy. There is nothing like that thrill of seeing that light pop on and no, uh uh-uh. I wouldn't know. I don't even know. My car has a low gas light. Uh, Your car actually may not. (laughs) (laughs) It is a 2009 after all. I used to drive a car where the gas gauge was broken. Oh, that's a roll of the dice right there. And I would literally have to fill up. And then reset my mile thing, and I would have okay. to do math. If you're in a car with a broken gas gauge, then I understand. That's that's the only caveat to being able to be a man who runs out of gas on the road. And let me tell you, if you forgot to push in that little, little mile thing, oh man, you're would, flying blind. I would just go refill up and then start from scratch. Maybe that is what got me so okay with running low on gas because I know with this with this noggin up here, yeah. I'm not, I'm always going to be fine. Right. I'm always, but you should have a gas can in your car at all times. I don't need one. I'm never going to run out of gas. You never, fool. never, you ever. Fool. Even when I take long road trips, if I get to below half a tank, I start looking for a gas station. Half a tank? Yup. Because you don't know what's going to happen. Oh. You don't know. You don't know if you're going to get to a stretch of I-35 between here and Texas where you go 90 miles without seeing a gas station. So I get to a half a tank, fill her back up again. Wow. So you're stopping every, what, two hours? Gross. Two and a half hours. No wonder you make poor time everywhere you go. But you know what? I get there with a full tank of gas. <laughs> Feeling good, looking good, smelling good. Yeah, yeah. do the party was yesterday. <laughs> beep, beep. I'm here, though. <laughs> Look at Sievert. Only numbskulls run out of gas. You're out of your mind. My truck doesn't get below a half a tank from Brenton. It hurts the wallet to go any lower. Well, I feel y'all. That, that is one. true, yeah. Dude, when it what was it like a year or two ago where you would literally have to swipe your card like three oh, times to God. fill up your truck? That's one thing I love about the Tiguan. The Tiguan. Small gas can. Small gas tank, I mean. Mm, well, then you get to stop every 20 minutes, huh? That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sorry, kids, we're at 75%. Gotta stop. <laughs> Look, I play it safe. I've I've made a good living out of playing it safe at all times. Look at everyone's coming to you. Ad- Ad- Danielle says, I'm a half tanker, too. Yeah. Morning, Kelly is right. Ran into a very similar station that there was absolutely nothing for over 100 miles. Maybe that's Maybe it's a Midwestern thing. Where we just we always just kind of play it safe. We don't like to you know take risks. No, be smart if you're like on back roads, or especially again, throw all these rules out when it comes to winter time. Like right. you can't roll the dice and run out of gas and freeze to death. Exactly. But summer, psh, <laughs> come on, man. I'm not even I'm not even thinking about gas until that, boom, the idiot light comes on, and then you might stop <laughs> if you got time. Depends if I'm in an argument. I'll, I'll push it. I'll be like, guess what, babe? We're running the gas. You're pushing. <laughs> I'm not getting out. The funny thing is, is that guy who ran out of gas yesterday and I helped, push him, helped him push his car to the side of the road. I was going to give him a ride to the gas tank, gas station, but he was smoking. I'm like, eh, you know, you're not getting in my car. Good luck. Best of luck with that. Wow. <laughs> I'm not gonna what have, an elitist. I'm not going to have him smoking in my car. Come on. Dude. I, I don't think he would have gotten in and smoked up. Doesn't matter. I should have given him a ride to the gas station. I didn't even think of it. Chelsea, without looking, I can think of 17 suitcases in my house right now. Good We're a God. family of four. Good God. Chelsea, you and my wife apparently need to get together. Good night. Daryl says, my suitcase is a plastic bag. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that is classy. Travel light. Jen says, I never let my vehicle run below a quarter tank either. My dad is a mechanic taught me it's so bad for the pump because it makes it work harder. See? Look at all these people agreeing with you. You people are fools. It, it doesn't happen often, Wood. I, I need this one. I, I need with, this one. Sarah, I agree with Kelly. I fill up every Wednesday morning vehicles at half tank. Well, so Sarah's not going anywhere. Right. All right. Well, that's not bad. I fill up two to three times a week. First time texter. I fill up at a half tank as well. Learned the hard way driving to Colorado for an elk hunt 200 miles 
from a gas station in South Dakota without one from oh there on out. Oh, my gosh. Got Boy, to a gas station on fumes. Whew, that's pushing it. I will say, when you're on a road trip and you know you are low, 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 yeah. and you're struggling to find a gas station, especially like out there. Like when I drove my parents to Vegas, there was a stretch where you just don't see anything. That's when you got to turn the radio down so you can focus. Right. You turn everything <laughs> off. You got like the air conditioner off. Let me, let me dim these dashboard lights a little bit. You got all the windows up to stay aerodynamic <laughs> and everything. There's no way, babe. <laughs> all right. Let's do some history, man. Come all on. Right. Jeez, Louise. It was on this day, back in 1805. Hot dogs, armor hot dogs. What kind of kids eat armor hot dogs? Frankfurter sausage was created, which we call hot dogs. Yeah, man. Same thing. How do how do most Germans eat a Frankfurter? With mustard and sauerkraut. Yep. And sometimes a little bit of uh, horseradish sauce. I will say this though, they have no flavor whatsoever. What a Frankfurter? The the German. Uh, my brother's bachelor party. We went to like to this German restaurant down in Minneapolis where they had like a man versus food challenge. Oh yeah, uh, Gastos, right? May I think that was the name of it. It was the meter worst. Yeah, it's like five feet long. It, well, it's a meter. Yeah, whatever the hell that is. And I will say five feet. <laughs> and let me tell you, this thing tasted like a foot. German food is not known for its flavor. No, and like my dad will get into a fist fight with you if you besmirch German food for some reason. Well, I don't think we've never been known for our food. The Germans, no, our food is more for comfort, not for style. It's just to fill your belly up to go out in the cold. I think there's some that like when in when intern Sandro was here or intern from Germany. Yeah, he would get so upset that we dunked on German food. You're not having the wrong food. No, no, dude. We've had it all. <laughs> there was a German restaurant in downtown Park Rapids, Minnesota, that when we would go on vacation up there, I would go get something to eat there, and I regretted it every time. Yeah, the noodles sucked, the meat sucked. I, I, why am I? Why do I? Why do I keep coming here? I don't even think it's a noodle. I think it's just like pressed potato. I don't know into what into a noodle form. It was thick. I know that and flavorless. But like my dad grew up on like that German food, dude. He loves it. Well, I, if it's your comfort food, when I make rice hot dish, a lot of people, my wife's family in Texas, is like that sucks. I'm like, no, I grew up on this rice hot dish. Yeah, you own the a. Either way, all right. That Mike texts in. By the way, a meter is three feet. Okay, let me tell you, that thing sucked for three feet. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, it was on this day back in 2006. Web giant Google will pay $1.6 billion to gobble up YouTube, a company created over dinner by 20-somethings Steve Chen and Chad Hurley as a way to share their home movies. In 2006, after failing to create their own video streaming service, Google just said, yeah, we'll just buy YouTube. Mm-hmm. $1.6 billion. Uh, It's the second most popular website in the world after, of course, Google. I'm not going to lie to you. $1.6 billion now seems light. It does, right? That seems like a steal. And whoever had that idea at Google was like, I don't know, $1.6 billion looks like a genius today. Right. Because I, I don't see YouTube stopping anytime soon. Oh, it's only growing. The funny thing is I'm starting to get into the YouTube videos that my kids like. Mm-hmm. like they like a lot of just dudes who just make a video. I, I mean, I'm sure they, they put a lot of production effort into it. But like, there's this dude, Ryan Trahan, who I watch. And his videos are simple as hell, and they get like four, five, six million views. But it's the content. Right. If the content's good, it doesn't matter. And it's the easiest way to find good content. It is. Boom. I could I could live with only YouTube. I, like, I don't need Netflix, Hulu. I don't need any of that. I guarantee you my kids would agree. Uh, in 2010, Taylor Swift sets a record by becoming the first female artist to place 11 songs on the Hot 100 at the same time. Mm. Unbelievable. Uh, I think she's going to do okay. Yeah, she'll make it. My wife interrupted my football watching this weekend and showed me the video. I'm sure you've seen it by now. Which one? With Taylor Swift running off stage and like jumping into the arms of Travis Kelsey. I, I don't know. She Maybe. was like, I, see, I told you. You say it's a scam. They're all, this is a work. It's all working into a shoot. You're wrong. I did hear about her changing the lyrics to her song Karma. Yeah. There's a line where she says, the guy on the home TV coming home to me. Yeah. 
It's just something like the Kansas City Chiefs or the something. The guy like on the Chiefs coming home to me or something like that. I, I don't I can't keep up with it all, dude. I feel like my life is all Taylor Swift now. That's what I told him. I was like, get the hell out of here. I, I don't know what's going on, but I don't care. <laughs> is it about the Chiefs and the fact that I'm losing tons of money right now? No, they get out. <laughs> yeah, I, I've I have gotten a hot dose of Taylor Swift. And and I, I like Taylor Swift a lot. Good for them. But good grief. Could I get a little some other topic of conversation once in a while? I will say, I don't think anybody's flying down to Argentina. For a fake relationship. I, I have switched it. I think this is probably a real thing. Okay. Good for them. Go yeah. find love. Uh, celebrating a birthday today, Minnesota resident. Yeah, it looks like the Oneaters. No, the, the Wonders. Got it. Looks like the Oneaters. Steve Zahn or Steve Zahn. It's his birthday today. I find him hilarious. So do I. I the, uh, the the one movie were about Neil Diamond. Oh, yeah. Uh oh, I knew I was going to bring shoot. it. Shoot. Now nah, you done screwed up. me up here. It's a funny movie. Saving, Saving Silverman, that's what it's called. Yes. Saving Silverman. That movie is fantastic. He's also incredibly good in The Righteous Gemstones. Have you watched that? I haven't. It's a it's a series on HBO that is just really funny, and he is funny. And he's got to be 56 today. Ah, you're a little bit high. Whoops. Uh, oh. mm. He's 54 today. <sighs> His, uh, he said, oh, it's, no, he is 56. My bad. Oh! I'm about to say, I know a lot. I don't know a lot, but I know a lot of Steve Zahn. His, uh, his parents still live in Minnesota, and he's like, I try to get them to move, and they just won't move. Really? Yeah. They still they live in like Eden Prairie or something like that. Get out of here. No, I'd like to, man, but I'm trying to speak the truth to you here. Look for that. Yeah. So that's really the only birthday I care about today. Oh, really? That's it? I mean, it's Whoopi Goldberg's birthday. Oh. I just I couldn't find a sound clip of her that wasn't her talking about politics. Same thing with Jimmy Kimmel, so I'm just not going to do it. You know what sucks about Jimmy Kimmel is he used to be hilarious. Yep. When yep. he used to be, remember, he was on Win Ben Stein's Money. Yep. Do you remember that show? Yeah, of course I do. That was a funny show, and he was kind of like the comic relief. Then, of course, the man show was hilarious. It was. Where he was doing comedy now that he considers, you know, whatever. People are allowed to grow and change. They are, but man, it seems like when they get into like the late night, deep Hollywood stuff, they yeah. just hate funny. Yeah, it's well, a bummer. Yeah. Well, we could we could talk for hours about that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, either way, we will not do that to you. If it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well. 